like something is bigger than this waves of laughter and all the tears that come after. I changed up my mindset. I know that I'm worth it. Now I can love you too and make all of my dreams. Who's ready to get serene as fuck? It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. I want to be serene. I'm burning incense right now. It smells like strawberries and shit. Wow. What's prompted the incense Incense interest? Oh, I'm disgusting. That's that's what it is. I, <laughs> I keep this place like a fucking sty, so you need to burn something so it smells good. I do that with candles. And it wasn't enough earlier to overpower the scent of burning hash browns because I really fucked up some hash browns because <laughs> some stuff in the other burner that I hadn't used before in this place uh, started burning and I was trying to make that stop and then the hash browns burned and the whole house smelled like shit. And the one lavender soy candle was not enough. No. Did you, enough. Did you procure additional smell goods? I got another candle. I opened all the windows for like an hour. Picky hid under the bed to be safe from the smoke. All in all, decent fire drill. Shitty hash browns, though. How do you do your browns? You shred them, bitches? Like shred them, whole bunch of oil in uh, in a pan, and then crisp the goddamn hell out of them. I oh, cook yeah. them for a long time on not too high a heat, and then crisp the fuck out of them at the end. Apparently, you cook them on too long on too high a heat. Yeah, this was way too crispy. <laughs> you know what else is crispy? Is that- well, what's that? Our guests, Xavier and Brooke from the Bellowing Pines, are crispy as fuck. What's up, yeah, folks? That's true. <laughs> I, I've, yeah, I get called that all the time, actually. Yeah. Check out that seamless pivot. <laughs> that was that was incredible. That's Straight good. off the dome. That was, that was beautiful. That was awesome. How's it going, Brooke and Xavier? What's it like being crispy and crunchy? Uh, crispy cream over here, just doing real good. <laughs> creamy. <laughs> I don't know. Creamy? How did you get that from Chris? Uh, it's not going to get any better. You know, Krispy Kreme donuts. We have a lot of donuts oh, okay. at the house right now. Yeah. Mm. Together, we're crispy and creamy. I've been on a donut kick. I'm anti dieting. Go. Good rap duo name. There's got to be a cream. There's got to be a pair of anime villains named Crispy and Cream at this <laughs> yeah. point. Ooh, I Absolutely. hate it now. <laughs> just, it sounds Brooks so out. bad. It sounds so bad. It's done. <laughs> you think crispy is the good cop and creamy is the bad cop? <laughs> yes. I was going to say between vice, us. Or vice versa. <laughs> Brooke, are you crispy or are you creamy? Which one Which one do you want to be? I don't want to be cream. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I could be cream. So yeah, this works you're out definitely really cream. Well. That's I'm why creamy. you guys are good together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they work. <laughs> the classic mashup. From which all donuts are born. From which all donuts yep. are born. Well, hey, y'all are a returning guest. I think you were on, I think, about 100 episodes ago. You were you were one of our first guests. And uh, we're playing music as the Bellowing Pines then, as you, you know, as you are now. I think that was two years ago. What do you, what do you got for updates on your band? How have things been going? What's new? Uh, we've had a really exciting year. 2020 has brought us so many new gigs, a lot of yeah. exciting new opportunities. <laughs> Playing the festival uh, circuit. Yeah, no, it's been awful. Um, we, uh, you know, well, it's been a blessing and a curse. We saved up a bunch of money during quarantine and turned our house into a recording studio. So we've recorded an insane amount of music, but right. you know, everything's everything's closed, so we can't play anywhere, and that's really sad. But. Uh, you know, we're about to put out another uh, another uh, album. We're going to call it Citrus. It's going to be really uh, fresh, if you will. Crisp. Hey, nice. Hey, maybe crisp is a good way to describe this one. Give <laughs> <laughs> it a little creamy, like the maybe creaminess little, of a delicious ripe like... grapefruit. I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, so when... we've just been recording and uh, uh, waiting for shows to be a thing in our lives again. Yeah. Have you got, have you tried to do anything like an online show or anything like that, or if you thought about that sort of thing? Because I imagine that's not you know it's not even close to the same, but at least it's something. We're you know? uh, we're doing a thing with uh, so there's this brewery in Cincinnati, uh, Urban Artifact. I'm sure anybody from Cincinnati knows about it, but they're yeah, doing yeah, like yeah, a yeah. like live. It's not live, but it's recorded live. They it's like have radio. you come in and do a set for their radio, and it's like a live set. 
But like it's it sounds better than like live live, but it's still like a one take live playing of the song, and it's for their radio thing. We're doing that um, in like a month or something. Sounds fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, no, we thought about doing like streaming, but honestly, like unless you really get good equipment, most streams just kind of sound like shit, and uh, cool. we don't have that good equipment, so same. Yeah, so yeah. we're just gonna record good sounding stuff, and then hopefully people and will listen to that. And it's hard for us all to get together. Yeah, you know, COVID. Uh, people are people don't like gathering. That's crazy. It's almost like we're in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been putting a stop in that. I, I'd imagine so. I mean, that is good. You've had extra time to to record and kind of be able to focus on that. So I guess there's a small upside to it. But yeah, I mean, doing something even the streamed live set is just not the same like so much of it is just being in the place yeah feeling the, the vibrations right in front you of know? you and it's like if i'm going to watch a stream i might as well just like listen to a cd or something exactly. you know, if the quality is good enough you could you know maybe it's a good mix or a live version but like you're saying xavier like a lot of times it just ain't that great it's just not and that's the thing is like why would i want to watch a band stream when i could just go listen to the same song recorded very well <laughs> with fantastic quality and just like i don't know pretend they're there I don't, uh, we did this weird uh pretend show on the moon i don't Brooke, Brooke, can you explain this thing that we did it was like a, a manifestation show it's basically like everyone kind of imagined that we were playing a show on the moon uh, we, at the same time collectively it was like it was an imagination festival it was very i don't know some guy hit us up and said he was having an imaginary festival on the moon and he wanted us to <laughs> imaginary play there and we were like yeah, cool. <laughs> so we did that. Yeah, well, there's this band Speaking Sons that we love was doing it. So we were like, well, if they're doing it, they're really cool. So it's pretty cool, I guess. If they're going to the moon, you got to go to the moon. We want to be on the moon. <laughs> it's essential to be uh, up on your astral projection techniques in the music yeah. industry. Yeah, it's yes. really been practicing a lot. <laughs> I was like, this is what I could do. This is fantastic. <laughs> I love this. Well, we're glad we're glad to have you back and we're glad you're, you know, you're doing all right, all right as you can be during this time, especially with the music. Uh, you know, that's a hard Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a brand of art that I feel like is getting hurt hard, or hit harder than uh I don't know, like me and Arthur who just sit on our computer and talk into a microphone. Yeah. The only audience I need is Peggy. She's, she's here. So we're, she's, we're all set. You're all set. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I, we just actually went to a, a social gathering recently where we uh, played for people for the first time in a long time. And I forgot how nice it was when people like listen to you when you play music. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it feels like a, I don't know, it reminds Good. me of like, yeah, why we're doing this is because people actually like music, you know? Was it being able to see people respond to it? Yeah. The kind of energy kind of you're putting out to them. Like I, I, I've got friends who do stand up, and I, I used to do that. And I think that, you know, that's one that's especially hard with the streaming because like you need fucking audience feedback yeah. to know kind of where to go with your set. Exactly. And so you're just telling jokes in silence. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds really horrible. uncomfortable. <laughs> just put a laugh track in there. Oh, God. Big Bang Theory did it. Yeah. <laughs> Was it uh was it weird at all getting back up in front of people after after a hiatus? I mean, no, it wasn't like a show show. It was just like a somebody invited us to a goth party and it was outside and we showed up and then some guy was like, "You guys play music. Play us some music." And normally we'd be like, "No," but it's been so long. We were like, "Yeah, we'll do this right here right now." So I went to my house, I grabbed three guitars, I grabbed a brook and I grabbed an Evan and a shaker and a tambourine and we just, you know, we just played for a bunch of people. Sounds awesome. Oh, that's very yeah. good. Yeah. It's very good. I would imagine similar because I got a little bit of the social anxiety and I feel like I got if I got out of the routine of performing live, the first time back would be a little bit like Jarring. Holy fuck, I didn't know this many people could be in one place. Ten yeah. people yeah. in a Ten fucking room to listen to me? <laughs> yeah, and that's Too the thing. Is, I never got over the anxiety of shows in the first place, so I don't think that's going to be a problem for me. I just freak out every time. Same. <laughs> I, I always freak out. I just wear clothes you can't see my sweat in. Oh, there you go. There we go. Flutter. Just like uh, uh, strips of towel, like a gill in a very uh, absorbing ghillie suit. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of strips just of like, a, towels. 
<laughs> tape sponges to my armpits. There's not a sweat, a drop of sweat that will escape uh, that entanglement. Let me tell you from personal experience, because uh, that's what I wore uh, when I was doing stand-up. Nice. Uh, good advice. And another good product idea there. Hey, speaking of advice, how would y'all, Xavier and Brooke, and also Arthur, I'm going to say your name in there too. I'll, I'll say Donovan. I'll say me too. How, how do we feel about answering questions from people? I'm extremely into it. Happy yeah. to have it. Let's just yeehaw. Yeehaw indeed. <laughs> Arthur, what do we got in this in this question land? My 26F, coworker 36F, is innocently insufferable, and I'm losing my mind. I work in a daycare center in an infant room. My coworker Cat and I take care of six or eight babies every day. I don't know if Cat has a learning disability, ADHD, is on the spectrum, or anything in between, but I know there's something off, and working with her is a mental, emotional, and physical chore. She is forgetful, messy, unorganized, and has zero common sense. She will be looking right at something and say, I don't see it. I'll ask her if she did something, warmed a bottle, changed a diaper, and she replies with, Oh, I was going to, and then I forgot. <laughs> Uh, her handwriting is atrocious. She misspells everything constantly and doesn't notice until I point it out. I have to rise up where she falls constantly. To top it all off, she rambles on and on all day about things that are irrelevant and that I don't care about. She tells long-winded, convoluted stories that have no point and will describe her nights and weekends to me in excruciating detail. One day, she listed both of her son's teacher's names to me in chronological order from preschool to middle school, unprompted. <laughs> she has no idea that I am not at all interested in most of what she has to say. Now, Kat is a lovely person. She's a single mom raising two boys and will give the shirt off of her back for me or anyone. We've worked together for a long time. She is sweet and gentle and loving, and the babies in our classroom adore her. I just don't know how much longer I can suppress the urge to tell her to shut up and clean up and pay attention. Every day with her is mentally exhausting for me. I'm trying my best to be a good friend, but it's so tough. I know she's had kind of a hard life, and maybe she needs someone who will listen to her, but I'm at the edge. TLDR, my coworker is insufferable at no fault of her own. How do I not lose my head? This was posted by Damn It, Melanie! <laughs> Damn, I didn't know my name was Cat and I worked with you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's literally you guys, Xavier textbook. You should have seen Brooke's face the whole time you were reading that. She's just <laughs> giving me the eyes of death. You said, <laughs> looking right at it, can't see it. That's me. Uh, terrible handwriting. Oh, Lord. Brooke, how, yeah. how close to home is this? It's very close to home. Very uh, close. It lives in your home. <laughs> I think... In Game of Thrones, if I was the head of a household, uh, I was going to, but then I forgot would be my house words. <laughs> house forgot. Oh, I was going to name the house, but we forgot. We forgot. No, this is this this shit is very familiar to me because uh, I've had ADHD fucking diagnosed multiple times for about as long as like I can remember. Uh, and at times in my life, it's been extremely severe, you know, to the degree where like, I have no organization whatsoever. Uh, my handwriting's garbage. I don't know if that has to do with this or just, I just don't have good handwriting. Um, and then just, you know, just kind of forgetting tasks or like you forget something along the way, you get distracted with something. And I'm sure in like a classroom, you know, of babies where you got like eight tiny people running all over the place. It's got to be really easy to, like, forget to do stuff. There's going to be distractions all over the place. But, like, that's also your job. So you can't, like, not engage with that. Sure. <laughs> Donovan, these are infants. If they were running all over the place, that would be very wild. Why are they at a daycare center, then? You can just put them in a box. Oh, the, answer, the answer is capitalism, Donovan. Somebody's, uh, <laughs> somebody's got to go to work. This is true. Dude. Somebody's got to profit off these babies. They're not going to yeah. profit off themselves. <laughs> capitalism puts babies in boxes. <laughs> Actually, it seems like capitalism's taking them out because my idea was throwing them in the box. Uh, <laughs> damn it, I've been defeated. Capitalism <laughs> is ruining baby boxes. 
Absolutely. Make baby boxes great again. Fuck. Yeah, make baby boxes great. Damn it, Christ. Uh, Oh, wow. This was all to say, like, this seems like an ADHD kind of thing. Maybe some other stuff in there. there. There's definitely something going on. And some people are like that. And it's tough for everybody, you yeah. know, because like, yeah. it's not fun. I don't want to be, be like, like this. Yeah. They're not trying to like slack off and fuck around. It's just like, if you have that, your brain works kind of different. It can be hard to, to kind of keep things like clean and, and organized like this. Um, but it's, it seems like you're referring to this coworker, you know, as your friend, it, it seems like you get on like in general, it's just, this is bothering you. So I'm wondering if you're close enough that you could, you know, Talk to him a little bit, not in like uh, the fuck are you doing kind of way, but like uh, see, you know, it seems like you're having trouble with organizing. Like maybe I could help kind of way. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes you have to tell your friends politely that they're ruining your life and they need to do better. And only good <laughs> friends can do that because bad friends yeah. will just let you be terrible. Damn. This is true. Yeah. You need you Wise need people words. like that. So I. But then. So I should tell my my friend who recounts the plots of fan fictions that he's reading to me in excruciating detail. I should tell him that I hate that very much. Yeah, yeah. you should say, yes. "Hey, man, that's the worst. That's the Absolutely. worst character flaw. You have to fix that. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Nobody likes that at all." And again, like in many of these things, and a lot of the questions we talk about on here, like just the phrasing is big. You can't phrase this as like a talking down to or like an attack. You got to find a way to phrase this that shows that like this is just you as their friend and coworker. You're trying to do your shit right, but they're doing something that's interfering with that and how to let them know that without being like, and you're doing that because you are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Rather like this is just an oversight. Everybody has oversights, you know? Yeah, and it also depends on how sensitive or how big the ego is of the person you're trying to talk to. Mm. Like, I know some people I could just be like, hey, that sucks. And then other people I'd have to have like a 12 minute conversation leading into that as gracefully yep. as you could, you know. You got to uh, butter them up. Yeah, you got to butter up some people. Some people are ready to just go into those situations dry. <laughs> yeah. But some aren't. I also think that being on the opposite side of it, someone that doesn't have ADHD and who has been, like, super irritated by you doing stuff like that, oh, like, especially the around the house, is I kind of had to just, like, realize, like, that's just how you're going to be. And instead of looking at it as, like, this horrible, god-awful thing, is seeing it as, like, a funny quirk. Like, I feel like <laughs> as much as you need to talk to this person and be like, hey, this is kind of annoying, I think that you could also do work with yourself of, like, why does this irritate me so much? I feel like mm. it's... A problem both ways oh that you should like detach yourself from a bit at least that's what helped me is like why does this bother me so much it's just like it's not what i'm used to and i hate not having control the plot that's a good exercise to do on this and i think is also good if you can kind of articulate you know the things that you discover by doing that to them you know to like say kind of communicating to them what's going on with you like the better you can do that i think the less it comes off as an attack and more is just like, come on, let's try to make this a decent place for both of us. Yeah, let's work together to make this better. Right. Yeah. But whatever kind of way you go about it, I do think direct approach is best because some mm-hmm. people might say, oh, I'll go to HR if this is some big place or go to a manager. But like, they're just going to throw the hammer down on this person who clearly isn't doing this to like unintentionally. And it seems like is doing a good job in general. They've just yeah. got some ADHD and it's making them kind of messy. <laughs> And you are more equipped to, like, solve that in a good way, even though it's going to take effort on your part, than some fucking, like, asshole HR person is going to be like, oh, they're not meeting these targets of organization, get kicked to the curb, which is fucking nonsense. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, don't bring mom and dad into it. No. Don't do that. Yeah. They never help. It's like snitching. But, uh... You know, it's a tough one. These friends and then having the work element on top of it, you know, I'm sure this is stressful just to kind of have to address this on top of work. Um, But I I think it'll go over all right if you just just be cool and understanding about the way the way you phrase things. Mm -hmm. Sick. We saved the world. (laughs) Done. Fantastic. Let's save it again. That was a weird question for me because I work in the restaurant industry and nobody is nice to each other at all there. 
So it's there's no nobody's worried about your feelings there. So if that was happening, we'd just be like, hey, yeah, just stop like, sucking. Nuts. <laughs> Get good. The, the fucking cooks just start chucking onion rings at me. Yeah, next thing you know, there's a tomato just flying at your face. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Jim? Jim. Jim was in the fucking... Xavier and I, I've met Xavier working like an expo job at this shitty bar and grill. Uh, I was working in, in, in college. And uh, yeah, some of, some of those cooks would get a little irritable. Sometimes little... you get hit with a tomato. <laughs> Sometimes you get the hit with a tomato. It was a slice of a tomato. <laughs> at least it wasn't like a whole tomato. We'd get them back too. We'd play onion ring toss with the little thing that you stab the tickets on. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, the little... It was all in all, you know, it was all right. <laughs> Do you remember the picks? We'd just throw those little picks at each other. Yeah, and then our, our manager came in. There was just pigs literally everywhere, and he like he looked like he was about to have a heart attack. He was so fucking mad. And this is what I'm talking about with not bringing mom and dad into it. Not bringing the manager. They don't understand that that makes this a much more fun work environment. Yeah, we I'm need to get that. more done if I can have fun tossing pick time instead of unfun cleaning up pick time. Cleaning up pick time was whack. Yeah, not my favorite activity. No, not at all. It was better All than right. getting hit in the face with a tomato, though. That's true. Uh, rank it rank it above that. Just a little All bit. All right. World saving time, uh, round two. Anyone else experiencing relationship burnout from working from home together? I-25M and my GF, F-25. Just switching the letter placement there. No consistency. Oh, okay. Have been working from home since they set her home in March. I realized today that I am getting frustrated sharing this living space and feeling like I want to do my own thing. Like we're starting to have disagreements about the simplest things. I want the fan off at night because it fucks up my throat, but she wants it on because she gets hot. Stuff like that. I don't like feeling this way. But I want what I want, and she wants what she wants, and they're different things. I'm tired of compromising, and so is she. LOL. I can feel it with her, too. But we love each other. Not sure what I'm getting at. I don't really have any questions. But I guess just want to hear what's going on with y'all. All right. TLDR, working from home, related relationship, burnout, getting annoyed at each other over differing preferences, wondering what to do and it was posted by friendly heaven 11 i mean that just sounds like general living with your partner and being around them all the time problems Uh, or not having enough alone time yeah that's very Mm. important that's very important alone time. Uh, i love my alone time i think uh, we get along so much better now that we don't spend 24 7 with each other we used to work together live together band together recreational stuff was together it was like non-stop and we definitely got at our throats like that for a while too yeah but we learned how to be like independent within our relationship yeah right Which I, I feel like detachment. a lot of monogamous couples kind of struggle with being independent in their relationship I mean, I've always been super clingy in relationships, so yeah, Same. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just that's just how it is. It's probably some childhood drama shit infecting me. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> see, I'm not like I'm like okay, too much. Uh, okay, sometimes. all right, calm down. But I definitely, I definitely have like a strong like. She said, "I'm not like that." You, oh, you used to be. You're better. We're not anymore. Everybody's just got different kind of levels of how much together time they need or how much alone time they need. Like yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people. I need probably half of my time to just be chilling by myself. And when you're in a situation where you're in a confined space, you know, with somebody, even if you love them very much, you're, you're going to get on your nerves, each other's nerves a little bit. Uh, if you don't try to like figure out a way to work around that. So if you're not doing it already, be like a kind of an essential thing. And it, I was living with my partner for a little bit at the beginning of this, but an essential thing was just letting each other, you know, I don't know, go for a walk or like I'm playing video games and she's reading, just giving each other a little space and, and then hanging out when we're both feeling it. Yeah. It's very important. Very important. Very. Hey, uh, Arthur, you ever get burned out on somebody? Uh, I mean, the, the one partner that I really lived with for, for an extended period of time, uh, I guess when we were living in Fredonia, 
It's this tiny little town, and we lived in this, like, house. Uh, and it, there were, like, a couple housemates that lived with us. And we would spend all of our fucking time together. We'd walk into classes together. Uh, we'd go to, like, student orgs together. And I, I don't know. I don't think I ever burned out on her in that first year. But I guess that was probably during the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then by the time we had moved to Columbus, uh, I had like started getting interested in DJing. And so I was going out to the club all the time. I was getting plenty of time by my lonesome. So I think that's, that's a really important thing is to have your own interests and to have your own, uh, uh, things that you get up to apart from one another. And I, I think maybe when you can't, uh, you have to try extra hard to just carve out any kind of space, even when you're like working from home together and can't really go out and do stuff. Like you have to like read a fucking book. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the yeah. bedroom and read a book. You stay out here for God's love. You stay out here. <laughs> yes, six feet. Yes, I'm putting down the barrier. You better not jump over. <laughs> yeah, get a baby gate to keep her out of the bedroom while you're. Yes, a personal space gate. I also think a lot of it could just be general quarantine crazies as well, you know? Yep. And have nothing to do with your relationship at all. Just being cooped up and the effect of not seeing people or going anywhere or talking to anybody for, like, months. And just the constant pressing anxiety is bound to make people irritable. You oh, know? yeah. Like, Even who if else stuff's do you take it on, deal. take it out on, you know? Right. And so just any other addition to that minor things is going to seem like, you know, a bigger deal than it is. And you can't just like go fuck off and have a day with your friends type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arthur, you kind of joke at being like, you got to stay out here. Uh, but I think, you know, the point that you're getting at, I, I think is legit. Sometimes, especially if you have kind of a different levels of uh, alone time that you need, like just setting kind of the boundary and like actually talking about it being like, you know, I kind of like to have my time. Like maybe if I'm working on uh, uh, my minute, like maybe I'm painting little figurines of cats. And when I'm painting the cats, just let me do my my painting thing. It's nothing personal. It's just kind of my alone time thing. And then maybe they're like, yeah, when I'm painting, you know, my, my tiny bats, I want the same thing. I don't want you to come bug me and my bats either. And then, you know, if somebody's not talking to you, as they're doing the thing, your mind doesn't go to, oh, well, they're pissed at me or they're ignoring me. It's like, yeah. oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Who's this power couple? Cats and bats? <laughs> wow. Great examples. They're kind of Halloween themed, too. Form yeah, a triad with somebody who paints rats. Yes. Yeah, we, we need the rat to get yes. involved. The Perfect. Halloween triad is complete. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> oh, best time of the year. Oh, what a power thruple. Yeah, what a power couple. <laughs> Winners for sure. Cats, bats, and rats. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I I think just most people are probably going through this right now, unless you just happen to luckily kind of match up, you know, with that amount of alone time you want, or you already were kind of had that dynamic going. Um, you know, but even if not, it's a stressful situation. It's kind of normal for new irritations to crop up when you're trapped in a house all day. True ways. Very true. So set set some time for uh, your alone time talking out with her and uh, be all right. That's 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 pretty much all you can do. It is just remember it's okay to be irritable sometimes. It's fucking normal right now. Mm. Yeah. All so, right. So uh, yeah, my uh, a friend with benefits wants to watch me masturbate. And then fuck me. But I'm scared to do it because of the weird way that I masturbate. What should I do? Sounds hot, but the way I masturbate is that I have to lay flat on my stomach and use both hands to rub my lips against my clit very fast. (laughs) I know it's going to look weird and not sexy, and I don't know how to bring this up or what to say. Should I just tell him I don't want to do it? This was posted by throwaway one, two, three, four, three, four, five, five. Catchy. Yeah, catchy name. Do you have something to say? I don't think that's that weird. I don't I know people who do this. I don't I don't think it's I don't think anybody'd be thrown by this. I can't imagine why. 
I don't think it would be like a big freak out. It may not be like the sexiest version of masturbating and possibly not what the partner is envisioning in their fantasy, which is the whole point of doing it in the first place, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think if something makes you feel uncomfortable, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's a pretty but also, word, uh... I also think that like partners, especially partners that have been with you for a while, are going to find whatever turns you on or whatever you like sexy no matter what even if it's like not generally like sexy i don't know i think partners are turned on by you being turned on so if you're turned on doing it good partners are yeah good partners are it doesn't it doesn't matter if it looks weird or if it's yeah, different sure. and if, know, they, if, really if you sense. start doing it and they're like what the fuck are you doing then you can just dump them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you horrible can just thing dump them. To say to somebody who's like doing a thing, for, a sexual thing for you. Yeah. I can't imagine they'd be like, um, you know, they're also just a vulnerable element in masturbating in front of a partner. If they're yeah. not doing anything yeah. initially, you know, all the focus is on you. That's a lot, you know, it's, and it, it's okay afraid. to be a bit anxious. It's okay to not want to do that. If it seems like too much for you, uh, but for what is, if the fear is coming just from anxieties about your partner not liking it, I, I think you're going to be okay there. Yeah. You could always yeah. just ask them too. just be straightforward. Like, hey, this is how I do this. Is this going to be your thing? Or should <laughs> yeah. we just not try it at all? Yeah. Communication is yeah, always key with just stuff Just a little like bit that. of very simple communication would solve your issue. All right. Here's what or you're going to do. Or even just like saying like, I'm nervous about this because it's different. Like you don't even have to explain what you do. You know, yeah. if you're just like, I'm kind of nervous about doing this. I know you said you wanted to do it, but like, I kind of do it differently and I'm nervous about what you'll think. I don't know if I was the other partner, I would definitely go like in my head. I'd be like, what are they doing? And it's way yeah. weirder than what they're actually doing. But wouldn't that be better? Yeah. No, I would. I would envision it being <laughs> way worse. Wouldn't that be better if they thought it was way worse and then you did that and they were like, oh, this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. It's I, fine. I thought there was going to be a toothbrush involved. <laughs> You are going to walk into the bedroom. He's going to be already laid out on the bed. He's going to be waiting. And you're going to take a, a compact disc and you're going to put it into the boom box and you're <laughs> going to play Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. <laughs> no. That's hot. Yes. And then and then you're going to lay down and you're going to rub your lips against your clit very fast. And he is going to be like just in blown away by the spectacle <laughs> Just like, and like your Just confidence in how, value. in how you own Just... it. Yeah. There's like lights and shit. It'd be fucking awesome. Uh, oh, wow. It won't even notice. I'll That's the like, answer. I can't imagine you put together this entire, you know, backing light display in sync with the music and with the rhythm of you using both hands to rub your lips against your clit very fast. And uh, so you don't even notice that anything's unusual. You're too focused on the cool production. <laughs> I think that's the um, the hottest song you could play. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> very erotic. It's got, it's got a hell of a hook. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> it's Friday night. So good. Gonna rub my lips against my clip very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh wow. That's where the auto should come in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. You know, talk to him about it, the insecurity. Uh but th- th- this is all good. This isn't unusual. Do your thing, it'll be hot. Yeah. Don't yeah. be ashamed. You know, what, you know what else is really just hot, steamy, and sexy? Mm. Our question box, where listeners can send in <laughs> questions to the show and we answer them and talk about them on air. Asking all the questions. That's right. It's the question box, the segment of the show, where you can send in your questions and we'll read them and answer them on air. Uh, you can find a link to the question box in our Instagram bio, instagram.com slash radiofreetotebag. You can also normally find it on our website, radiofreetotebag.podient.co. But the link's still broken, and I'm a big dingus, and I haven't figured it out yet. But I will. <laughs> Your questions are anonymous. Uh, don't have to make an account or anything. Type it in, send it in, and we'll get them. And this week, we don't have so much a question as a tribute to my dad. 
So I'm going to read this real quick. Wait a second. How did you describe the question box? Uh, it's a place where you can send questions in about my dad. I meant to segue into it. And a question box? The hot and steamy place. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what you described it as, and it's oh, no. a, where are we going you with this? see me for dad. <laughs> yeah. you, set, you set me up, and I fucking whiffed that. That was a solid tee up. Oh man, sorry. That's all right. I'm gonna tee myself back up, just like my father did when he conceived me. He teed me up into life. <laughs> Big happy birthday shout out to my man Bruce, an all time great, handsome, smart, funny, charismatic. Give him some RFTV fan love, please, Dono. And I just did. Thanks for sending that. I actually texted him a screenshot of this uh, when we got it in the question box, and he was really stoked about it. So Big thank shouts. you, whoever this is. Big yeah. shouts to Rich Hammy Bruce. Nice, thank you. Uh, that's that's all we got in here for this week. If you uh, if you want to send some shoot in, some shit in, some relationship questions, you know, some descriptions of my dad, feel free to. <laughs> oh, and we'll get it on next episode. <laughs> Oh, well. Does anyone have some suggestions on how to make dry humping fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. My girlfriend and I, I'm male, aren't yet to the point of having regular sex yet, but we've done some gentle dry humping with our clothes on. <coughs> I don't know if I can do it the whole time. It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. Basically like missionary position with me wearing athletic shorts and her wearing yoga pants. And we've also tried it with her on top, like cowgirl style, but uh, generally with her laying down over my chest and sometimes kissing during it. It's been great! But what are some suggestions on how to maximize the pleasure we get from dry humping before we move on to further levels of intimacy? I've heard that a pillow can be useful to prop the lower person's crotch higher, which I'd like to try next time we get an opportunity, but uh, there are other are there other helpful things to know that could maximize the enjoyment we get out of this stage. There's an edit here. Also might want uh, also to add what might be significant info. I'm almost a foot taller than she is. Damn it! <laughs> My solution's not gonna work. Fuck! <laughs> this was posted by Ambivalent Elf. Oh gosh! The I was that, gonna say Elf that, you, that can go either could, way. Maybe she wore the athletic shorts and you wear the yoga Ooh. pants. I like a little it. Crazy with it. I like those it. yoga pants are gonna be more like yoga capris on your gang. Yeah, you can go. rock a yoga capri. Yoga that capri. That is nice. nice. I feel like a lot of yoga pants are already kind of that style. Yeah, I I'm so, so. How did they did they say how long they were together or anything? And the no. age? What did I miss all that? No age, no together. This uh, which I is kind of difficult. Yeah, I have nothing for this. This sounds like a I don't know. Maybe this is just me and all my past relationships, but that just sounds like teenager stuff to me. Yeah, same. Yeah, I uh, I haven't I haven't been in a a prolonged state of dry humping since I was like fourteen. Yeah. Um, well, you said the magic words dry humping, and it's time for our new segment, Teenager or Mormon. <laughs> yes, seriously, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, no. Literally. Because it's got to be one or the other, right? It like, really these does. Are really it has to be one or the These other. are mad religious people. I hear anal doesn't count. Yep. <laughs> Do that. advice that's, that's a fun a, way to dry here's hump. some fun ways yeah <laughs> suggestions on how to make dry humping more fun put it in her butt <laughs> like what if they tried with just underwear i mean it's too yeah. much the point remove more clothing <laughs> 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 i, do. yeah. I, I don't just really... don't get it i don't know i maybe i do i don't maybe i don't i don't I don't. I'm yeah. just, I, I, either of these i'm just gonna operate within these limitations you're not trying to have sex but you're fucking thrusting on each other until you come. So like, that's pretty sexual. So I feel like, yeah, get a little, little bit naked, you know, yeah. that could be, that could add Wait, something to it. Did you say till you come? That's what it sounded like. With I these. didn't know They're you talking could do about... that to completion. It what if so they weird. do it to completion guys? That's what I'm saying. I didn't know you could even like, why are you doing that? I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, you can do this to completion. That's what I was. Okay. Yeah, you can. You can. Wow. I sure. Uh... 
Clearly, you're the wrong type of Christian. <laughs> I just skipped the part where you didn't do it. I just went right to it. We took if the pants off. Even if you want to have sex, if you're a teenager in a situation where you can't, but you have all this sexual energy, you could just kind of smash your physical forms together as is, and eventually oh. somebody's going to nut. Huh. That's <laughs> like. Uh slam your fully clothed corpuses into one another until somebody has an orgasm. Wow. That's what it is, That though. just sounds and like it's... the hardest route to get there. It is. But uh, this one doesn't send you to the, the gates of hell. So yeah, that's true. okay. The thing that's that was fair. off-putting about this one is they said, we sometimes kiss. Yeah, that yeah. bothered me, too. What, yeah. are you, what are you doing if you're not kissing like, kiss while this is happening? more, and maybe that'd make it more hot. I don't know. That's true. Kiss each other's necks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, the lips are the devil's wedding rings. All you can do is smash the bodies together. Any moisture that enters the situation is harem. Teach it, touch each other with your hands. Yes. Hands I thought the nice. leather cheerio was the devil's wedding ring, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, here, this is a weird question. I, here, I, I'm learning a lot right now. For some context, I'm diving into the comments here to try to see if I can get any fucking information. And this this is somewhat helpful. Somebody asks if you were an adventurous couple, try doing it on the wall or against the counter. Yeah. Let it uh, be spontaneous. And uh, OP says, we tried kissing against the wall, but haven't tried dry humping there. Oh. Countertop sounds like it could be fun, too, if we could pull it off without getting caught. Yeah, which makes me think this is a younger person. Yeah. Maybe a nun. Maybe they're in a religious seminary. Maybe they're, they're at a convent. Oh, yeah. oh man, sexy. Hot. So <laughs> that that that's the situation. I mean, that helps like a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But Brooke, like you said, that makes now that makes it even weirder that you say you kiss sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that's awkward. I could not keep my lips off of my partner's face. When I was a teenager, <laughs> couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Right. Like the li- the kissing is what gets you to that point. Yeah, the kissing. Yeah. That'd is be key. like that'd be like every time you level up, you stop doing the thing beforehand. Like we were having <laughs> sex, I was feeling your boob. Now that we're having sex, no more boob squeezing. It's yeah. just the sex. I'm <laughs> concentrated on that. Yeah, don't fucking kiss me. I'm busy. Yeah, at this point, I only have baseball bats rammed into my asshole. That's the only thing I do. No kissing, no touching of bodies. I mean, some people... (laughs) Just the extreme. Some people don't like to kiss. I've I've had a situation like that where somebody was just straight, very straightforward, like, just don't kiss me on the lips. And And that's fine. Very weird, but I... I think that's fine. You got to respect that, obviously, but I don't understand it personally. I've I've encountered that, too. I mean, I, 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 I feel that. Like, let's do this without any intimacy, please. Yep. And I'm like, all right. I see right. that shit. All right. Sure We're thing. just shaking hands downstairs. This is just a, a mechanical process. <laughs> the old just downstairs handshake. That's the old downstairs good. handshake. Yeah. I, I have, I found another comment that sheds a little bit more light here. Oh, I have so many fun dry humping memories. Ask her to take her bra off and play with her boobs and nipples over her shirt. So hot. Oh. Yep. Somebody wow. else says we haven't even done dry humping yet, but my BF will sometimes take my bra off without even asking where we're making out and start playing with my boobs. And then OP responds, it's interesting how different couples do things in a different order. LOL. We're not doing breast fondling yet, but we are dry humping, which what? maybe is more intimate depending on how you look at it, oh. I suppose. She does really like for me to put my hands down the back of her shirt and run against her back lightly with my fingernails, including under her bra strap. That's good. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, it's weird. I think this is the story. This is the whole tale. I found it. Fuck yeah. What you we, got? We have mutually decided to wait for sex for now, for personal and religious reasons. We've oh, decided wow. we're comfortable with this. Wow. It's both. <laughs> It's both. <laughs> what? Teenage Mormons. Uh, Teenage Mormons. We decided we're comfortable with this in the meantime as a way to have some physical connection that is in line with both our convictions and preferences. And magic underpants. Right on. We fuck. The title of the game show was the answer all along. All Holy along. shit. Both teenager and Mormon. Damn. Well, 
that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm sorry you're a teenage Mormon. That must It'll be get better when you're older. <laughs> teenage fully clothed and Mormon. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, rough. Could, can you... Can you masturbate in front of each other? Is that allowed? Is yeah, that, is seriously. That cool? I, it sounds it's, like they're not even showing each other. They don't know. What, they don't even know what they look like naked yet. You that know? seems yeah. to be the line. It seems like they don't want to do any clothes removed. As long as they're there's no like, moisture. Yeah, as long as there's a fabric barrier. Can you? That's uh, are so nudes, crazy. To are, me. They, are nudes an option? No, definitely Can you just not. Jerk off the pictures definitely of each other? not. That's definitely not allowed. You could get like a picture of her wearing athletic shorts or yes. perhaps yoga pants. Yeah, just get the her ladies. underwear over her top of her yeah, jeans. There we go. That's hot. Captain Underpants Fucking style. Quail man. Yeah, yes. quail man. The bra too. What? Fuck yeah. I'm so glad you you brought quail man back into this. What a. There you go. I mean, I, listen, this is. You know, all jokes about your stupid religious convictions. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mormonism is evil. You people probably aren't. It's just the organ. I don't like it. That's that's all yeah. I'm saying here. I don't like it. Um, but like you're you're, I mean, you're clearly restricted here. You know, you can change this up like a little bit, but like ultimately, like what? Are you gonna have a BDSM situation, but you're just dry humping? Yeah. Like, no. I would just suggest normal sex things, but that all seems like kind of weird yeah. you know when you're when you're just dry humping okay and if you're um, if you're choosing to be holier than thou and not have sex then just fucking stick your money where your mouth is and don't do it like, yeah yeah i was literally you... gonna say so like orgasm denial is like an advanced technique that increases the the power of the of the act over time you know if you don't have sex for a long time and then you have sex after waiting for a long time it's more powerful right you're gonna you're gonna dry you're gonna not dry hump for a time, and then yeah. by the time you guys do dry hump, oh, we, uh, uh, it's not gonna be a dry hump anymore, folks. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we, why does nobody call it wet humping? <laughs> uh, Man, nobody ever talks about good. wet humping. <laughs> none, none of these sound good. What is wet? Is wet humping just sex. like dry humping just in a swimming sex. pool? It's, it's what the cool kids call sex. It's what the cool wet kid, humping. Well, I was wet humping last night. <laughs> gonna, gonna go wet hump after this. That is very sexy. Got a wet humping appointment. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking. To, it just it's just like missing the word whale afterwards. I know. I'm thinking whale, but yeah. all time humpback whales. That's yeah. why. They're certainly wet. They're very, they're very wet. Yes, I can't confirm. But yeah, you're 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 limited here, ultimately. And like, I, I think we all probably share the same position that this is a little bit arbitrary. You're doing the stuff <laughs> like it's yeah because you're on clothes mashing into each other. That's weirder in my yeah. opinion. That's Sorry more to say, you're to God. already going to hell. So yeah, the, the answer yeah. is, is abandon your God. <laughs> abandon your god and everything you believe in Pretty and have much. sex Yeehaw. but if you're locked into the slc lifestyle you know you're you said that you're kind of gradually moving towards other things i think you just kind of got to get your novelty you know like moving kind of unique experiences out of that because i just it's not really much you can do besides different positions and again mm -hmm. the more complex you get into this it just becomes bizarrely arbitrary. I mean, fuck, you, know? you already posted on our sex. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're already there. You're <laughs> your going mom's going to find home. that. Your mom's going to find that. Yeah, your mom's <laughs> going to find your Reddit account, Ambivalent Elf. You should have made a throwaway. <laughs> throwaway. Regardless here, I I mean, I, I, hope, I hope this figures. Yeah, and, I hope uh, they do. You okay. know, if this yeah. is what makes you all happy in your love life, then, you know, fucking continue onward. But, uh... I mean, Isn't would you be asking all the questions if you were that happy with it, though? Touch her on, hips. I on, know. <laughs> Touch, Touch her, her on the hips. There yeah. we go. There we do. There we That's go. That's a secret right there. Reminds me of the talk when my dad gave me the talk. Mm. You guys want to hear the story of when my father gave me the talk? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, this is good. Uh, so he's a very religious man. My father was a pastor um, until I was about 14. We left the church. Uh, very religious upbringing. And I came home from, I think it was winter formal, 
and um, I had some makeup on my face because uh, me and my girlfriend were fooling around in the car. Um, I believe that was the first time I touched a boob that night, actually. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I was feeling pretty good. Dad saw the makeup, and he was like, uh-oh, time for the talk. And my dad's version of the talk was in-depth telling me every single thing not to do because these things would turn her on and lead to sex. So he, like, in, like the thing is, my dad is so naive, he legitimately thought he was, like, stopping me from having sex while he was handing me the playbook to sex. And it 100% was everything I did the next time, and it worked. It worked like a charm. He was like, don't kiss her neck, like, don't softly caress her butt. Like, he went into detail, and he really believed he was stopping me, and he just gave me the power. And, and once uh, you once you finally are having sex, you definitely don't want to go in about an inch and then go to the roof of the of the vaginal yeah, cavity yeah, and like, find because that's called exactly the where the you really is. don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he went, and the thing is, I'll go back and I'll be like, he had to know what he was doing, but like he was a pastor, he was really, he really was just trying to be like, be careful, son, your instincts might lead you to. To touch in the butt. Don't touch the butt. She'll like that too much. And I was Your like, emotions oh. may tell you to tie her up and uh, do some <laughs> orgasm denial, really dragging it out, getting like a feather for kind of the light touch to build the tension up to the big finish. You definitely never, you might feel that, but you absolutely should not do that. You absolutely should not. I mean, to 14-year-old me, that's pretty much what that felt like, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're not gonna want to uh, purchase a Sibian and display it prominently yeah. in your home. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're yeah. not gonna want to keep a pair of safety scissors around in case you can't get one of your knots undone, causing a restriction of blood flow, so you can snip it to make sure you're being safe. <laughs> These are all fantastic tips. Love it. I'm gonna have to forward this to my dad after. You know, <laughs> like, hey, pops. <laughs> Shouts, shouts out. Yeah. Well, hey, Fuck. we got the we got the back to back uh normie introduction. What are we, what am I gonna call this? It's vanilla, but I wanted something different because that's in the title of the next question. It's a back to back vanilla block. It's a five gallon thing of vanilla ice cream. No little bean flakes, nothing but beige. <laughs> and on this one we have this. Lines for vanilla dirty talk during sex. I want to explore more dirty talking during sex. F-18. Fighter jet. But I don't feel comfortable swearing in bed. What are some things I can say that are still hot, but not totally explicit? I just don't want to freak my boyfriend out too much since both of us are pretty vanilla. It's not a problem with being silent in bed, as I f- pretty frequently moan and make sounds during the deed. Let me know if there are any good lines you like to say slash hear. And that was posted by BB Red Panda. Hmm. Make hentai noises. Yeah, ahagal face. Yeah, do all that. Oh, did that work out? Oh, God, no, let's not get into <laughs> exactly, that. Exactly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, why did you bring that up? Yikes. Oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> I had a, like a story I had a, there. Yeah, I had a me and Brooker. Um, no, we're not monogamous. When we first started, I had an experience with somebody who I'm not going to get too far into it. But the the words "Do you like my big anime titties?" were said in a not funny way. <laughs> and uh, I let's just say I that left, was your first. That was my first date. experience. My first date. Yeah. Um, I ended up leaving this person in my bed and going downstairs and saying I was going to go to the bathroom, and I just went downstairs and drank ten beers and sat on the kitchen floor because I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Word. Big it was just totally titties. unironic. It was just... No, it was dead serious. Like Because I knew that they were into anime. We talked about it a lot, and I was like, I like anime too, but like... Not, yeah. not that much. It, it was like There was a lot of things leading up to that, but there were many moments where I was like, this is a, I, this is a fetish that I am not a part of. And you're really hopping into this on the first date. Are you ready to get an autograph from Penis Coon? Yeah, it was very uncomfortable and very, uh, very weird. And my first experience outside of a five-year relationship. Yeah. um, (laughs) Jesus. So don't say that. Yeah, definitely not vanilla. 
Stray away from inmates. Here's an actual. This is actual good advice, and probably one of the most important things I've ever read in terms of sexual technique. The most powerful thing that you can say in bed is, "You make me feel so good." Just like make them know how good they are making you feel. That is so wholesome. I like that. Yeah, and vanilla is fuck, but very powerful technique. Yeah. And always yeah. a good one because it's not like it's going to boost your partner's confidence. It yeah, and like super them, hot. They're like, yeah, damn. Like, I feel I'm really like... fucking doing it for my partner. That feels good. Mm-hmm. And then the whole experience is just fucking cycles into being better for, for both of y'all. There you go. I feel like that's what dirty talk was like before porn ruined everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it used to just be like nice stuff like that <laughs> before it was like, ah, fuck me into the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm gonna shred your cock with a potato peeling. <laughs> uh, never mind. Scratch everything we said. Just say that. <laughs> Good kitchen utensils involved. Uh, Why you... What's that? Why did you say that like Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I'm gonna know, shred man. your cock with a potato peeler. <laughs> I will cheese grate your dirty testicles and balls. <laughs> that's amazing I like that it meant the same thing twice which could be a joke but it's not I just don't know how to talk sometimes oh (laughs) Arthur basically what you're saying I think is like the ultimate one especially for vanilla situations but even for any other and I feel like there's a lot of variation you can just kind of play off that like you can call out specifically something that they're you know they're doing and like damn I really like that and that also kind of serves to like kind of direct them and mm-hmm. help them kind of know what you're into and what you're feeling. Right yeah. there is another powerful phrase. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right there. <laughs> nope. Right over there. Nope. 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 Right there. Yep. That's, yep. That's <laughs> that fast. Exactly that fast. Yeah. Anything that like really kind of what's the word just like brings them more into the situation and like yeah. kind of shows them that like hey this is fucking awesome for me right now and you're doing it that's gonna boost the hell out of somebody it's super hot you can do variations you could bring up if you have something you want to try maybe something that's a little kinky that you haven't like talked about before introducing that into it a little bit you know uh bring it up like asking them to do something that that's kind of yeah. hot. It's a little different than dirty talk, but I feel like it plays kind of into that, especially if it's just like a minor thing of, of how you want to be, uh, did. I, uh, does that, I mean, I feel like all of this, does this, does, does any of this count as dirty talk? It's so positive. I thought dirty talk had to be, you know, dirty. Well, I mean, you can put the inflection on this stuff, you know, or the phrasing with it. Like it doesn't have to be like, Wow, you're really getting me right now. We have a fulfilling <laughs> sex life, and it just reminds you how much I love you as an individual. I'm picturing it like that, and it's making it very entertaining. <laughs> well, this is a really good time. I really like what you're doing right now. Please, don't go any faster. Right there. You're doing great, honey. <laughs> you're doing you great. <laughs> Keep the helm steady. Ho! Hey, great time. I can't wait to tell the boys about this later. Oh my god! the mainsail. <laughs> I, I I think another just potential one. If you if you have anything you fantasized about, uh, or anything you're trying to kind of bring in, you know, to your sex life, uh, maybe use kind of that terms. Throw a daddy yeah. out there. Maybe yeah, even yeah. a mommy. I'm Who turning knows? around on daddy. For a long time, I've been anti-daddy. I'm turning around on daddy. That's the spirit. I've always been anti-daddy. No, see, I got shamed. I got shamed in a bad situation with daddy, so I feel a weird way about it. Oh, I don't know about Uh-oh. this one. Let's hear it. I had, I was hooking up with this dude who I worked with at TJ Maxx. Really weird situation. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of at a point where I was just like hooking up to hook up. So I was, I was hooked up with this dude, and he asked me during sex to call him daddy. So I did. And then afterwards, we went out in the living room to sit with my roommate and, like, talk to my roommate. And uh, he brought up, he was like, oh, if a girl ever calls me daddy during sex, 
I just know from then that she's just like worthless. It's not not worth what? like spending Whoa. my time on. Yeah. Psycho. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So it like scarred me forever. And I used to love doing that. that so I was just like, up. dang. That's yeah. really fucked up. Don't yeah. let one bad daddy ruin the bunch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That, no, that, that's like that is fully sociopathic shit. That's yeah, yeah. insane. That's super fucked up. That's yeah, so I think he's. Mean. I think he's like. I think he was actually gay though, and just having sex with me, so my roommate could hear. It was just he was going through his own shit, so I didn't really take it too personally. Yeah. But like, still, I was like, damn, that like that moment like shook me because I was like, oh, like you asked what yeah. you asked. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I would have outed him. I'd be like, uh, motherfucker, you asked me to. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I just cried. <laughs> no, I just cried. That's what the fuck terrible. are you talking about, daddy? Yeah. <laughs> that's the perfect yes. response. Well, I, I feel bad. Somebody called me daddy during sex once, and I stopped. I, I was, I was like younger though, and I, I didn't expect it, and it was. Yeah. It, well, and that's on some trauma shit though yeah it took me out of the moment very quickly yeah but I didn't like sit around and talk about how she was a piece of garbage afterwards or anything like yeah. that though. So <gasps> he was such a douche I was just <laughs> like hey dude. please don't do that that's weird Arthur, like we, ha- we haven't had an air horn in a while can we air horn this uh, shitty daddy <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Get fucking blasted. Get blasted. <laughs> Screw you, buddy. And TJ Maxx. <laughs> no, TJ Maxx is great. All right. Sorry. Take it back, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. This episode was brought to you by TJ Maxx. <laughs> and shitty daddy. TJ Maxx and daddy. Shitty daddies. <laughs> we got deals for days on bad dads. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of our production company is Shitty Daddy Productions. <laughs> shitty Daddy <laughs> Shitty daddy. I, like I just that. wanted to be like a dad shitting for the logo. It's <laughs> great. Just like a BDSM dad shitting. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Good fucking times. A leather Bro, man on the fucking can. Yeah, a leather man on the can. It even rhymes. It's perfect. Is this the next single? Who knows? <laughs> leather man on the can. For, Wait, can for... we do the auto tune now? <laughs> For a pretty vanilla question, this has inspired a lot. Yeah. Thank you, BB Red Panda. Wonderful. You uh, all ready to get the fuck up out of here? Take me! (laughs) So do you all have anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. We got an album we're going to be putting out uh, very soon, hopefully. We're waiting on some trumpet players to get back to us, but it's called Citrus. And uh, it's going to be streaming pretty much everywhere whenever we get it done. <laughs> uh, we're going to send you guys a couple songs from it, though, to, to like a sneak peek. And people can only hear it if they hear it here. That's Ooh. right. Making its internet debut, our intro song this week is Questioning by the Bellowing Pine. And our outro song is the song Citrus, also by the Bellowing Pines. And uh, what's what's your SoundCloud? Where can people? You said kind of all platforms. Do you have like I don't know a main one where you post stuff or Spotify um, or what do you think? Spotify. I mean, we're on Spotify. That's the one that I feel like everybody likes the most. Uh, we know we're on Bandcamp. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Music. We're on it all. We put it everywhere. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, I forgot to mention, hey, guys, listen to my side project. Do you like to cry and dance at the same time? Yes. Because um, I'm here for you. I'll sing you sad songs with a really nice beat. Um, and uh, it's called Faby Bass. And it's uh, I'm working on my second EP right now. The first one's out. I did it on a phone, so it's not the best quality, but it's surprisingly good for a phone. And the second one is done in a recording studio at my house. That sounds pretty nice. So uh, be be ready for that, I guess. Get into it. Get into it. Check it out, folks. And I'll I'll put links uh, in the episode description uh, for uh, for y'all's Bandcamps or Spotify. I'll, I'll probably do Spotify for uh, both the uh, Bellowing Pines and for Fabie Bass. Yeah, Spotify is the way to go. It's just it's 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 easy to use. Yeah, you Good. got it. Yeehaw, uh, buggies. Yes, yes. We've been doing a lot of Stephen Brody Stevens lately, and I'm very about it. That's good stuff. I've been watching that show you told me about. It's I so fucking good. Out of my mind. 
He's great. Uh, I'm gonna lean it. I'm gonna get real close. I'm gonna do because I do this every week now. I get really fucking close to this microphone, and then I say I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm.